Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Klug, joined as always in studio by my good friends Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Uh, boys, Ronnie, you are uh, you are broadcasting live, my friend, from uh, the epicenter of Bibles, beards, and bourbon. Are you not uh, at the at the Sojourn Conference, baby? I mean, I, I was there, but since you said it okay. like that, I'm just going to pretend like I'm still there. You know what I mean? Baby, you're, you're still you're there still in spirit. There. You're still I'm still there. there in spirit. I'm I'm suffering Absolutely. from post conference depression right now, as as we all do. When we've learned that like everything that we just got taught and instructed for the last three days, we're not doing at our churches, and um and there, there's obviously no way we can do all that our churches. So we're we're all just suffering from uh, just, just crushing depression. Right yeah, now. I mean, well, you, baby, you got good, home the, and had to finish planning your trunk or treat. Uh, so it <laughs> it was very distracting upon your return. I'm sure. I mean, Rachel the Held Evans, we're out. <laughs> You know what? The good thing about being Ronald J. Martin, though, and being a part of 16 denominations and church planning <laughs> networks is that there's always a conference coming up in about a week and a half. So, um, you know, you get home from one and you start uh, packing your, your skinnies and your flannels for the next one. So, you know what, Big T? You know what? Yeah. You know what's weird about what you just said? It's, what, it's absolutely true because uh, I know that because my wife and I will be heading down to Columbus next week for the Gen of TGC conference. So, of course, you know, there you go. An all-women's conference featuring myself and Jen Wilkin. It, it's going to be great. And uh, I'm just kidding. It's not featuring me. It's just Jen Wilkin. So, yeah. And you're just Maybe going Jen to Wilkin Columbus. Maybe Jen Wilkin was just in our town. Well, you know, I mean – we can only dream, but no, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 for my wife. So I'm going to drop her off. She's going to enjoy some 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 not from no bourbon, no Bibles, no beards, but a lot of Jen Wilkin and a lot oh, of gospel. Oh no, there there are Bibles, but they are in they are in impressive carrying cases, and usually accompanied by um, a Bethmore Bible study or something of that of that sort. Obviously, we do not allow Bethmore Bible studies at Substance. You guys, you boys, should know that at this point. And uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, not, not that there's anything wrong. Oh, with that's Bethmore. right. You guys are reformed. That means you write your own Bible studies instead of Absolutely. buying them from people who do that for jobs. We're reformed, which means me at a man, me as a man, I write the Bible studies for them. Dude, you're reformed, meaning you have concerns about every other person's Bible study. <laughs> meaning like I have concerns about every other person's Bible study for women that is written by women. <laughs> That's right. I, Dude, you know, I think of I, – I know Zip about Beth Moore, man. But I think of her as very like mid-90s commercial, man. I think of her as doing like arena shows in the mid-90s. Am I right dude, about that or am I off base? I mean I think that's she, – Does she, she do arena the, shows? Well, she, well, they're not shows. Like she – it's oh. like an it's like an all day Bible teaching. Like she is a okay. full on like her Bible studies are work. I haven't gone through them, but I know people who have. And like it's it is an intense amount of in depth work in the text. Like they're legit. They're not mm. they're not like touchy feely. Uh, yeah. name, name it, claim it stuff. Well, they're, Pipe, they're I was going to say, like, she's like, she has, like, she has a weird rep, right? Because, like, some people, maybe in our tribe, tend to give her a hard time, but she's actually pretty solid, right? I mean, oh, from what I very much so, yeah. She's yeah. Uh, there. She's she's not like uh, the 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 Joyce Myers of the world, if you. Will. No, she's like, not like Joyce Meyer, but then on like on the reform side of things, she's also not like a Jen Wilk, and she's not like as as hardcore as like a Wilkin. Either, well, she's though, so. she's a she's more of like a classic. Bible teacher, as opposed to like a theolog, like she's not a systematic theologian in right. in that sense. Whereas like the reformed teachers tend to be more have a theological framework. She's going to be more like verse by verse, march through the text kind of framework. Yeah. So a little bit more like classic classic expositor instead of the the theology. I think the main reason reformed people don't like her is because a woman is 
kind of boldly preaching scripture, even though she does it pretty much entirely to women. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the happy rant. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, Well, we are yeah. happily ranting about <laughs> systematic female theologians and wow, why man. we either agree or disagree with them right now. Yeah, Dude, Ra- Rachel the Held Evans might want to be on the show, like like without irony at this point. Wait a minute, are we yeah. are we technically without even knowing it doing our Rachel the Held Evans episode right now with this? I think is we that are, what's happening? Man. I think we are. Right. Maybe we're what we're doing is getting off topic. I want to get back to diversity back is to what the, we're doing right now. I want to get back to the Sojourn Conf, man. I want to get yeah. back to uh, – I want you to tell me the most kind of like obnoxiously hipster thing that you witnessed at the Sojourn Conf. Well, dude, you know, this is what's funny, right? So like I'm not – you know, I'm not a huge – you know, I don't – you know, I don't – you know, I don't do pipes and I don't really do bourbon. I, I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. just – you know what I mean? I like I you know I like yeah. a nice I like a nice diet Pepsi and a donut in my other hand. You know I mean that's kind of how <laughs> I like to roll through these things. I'm not particularly like edgy or controversial to be honest. Yeah. And it's yeah. just really funny when you look around the landscape because everybody listeners so will the, be stunned to find that out. By the way, shocked yeah, because yeah, you're not yeah, controversial or edgy. Well, but yeah, but but here's the thing, pipes. So what's what's kind of gotten funny now with the pipes? Okay, no pun. This is not a draw or reference to our own beautiful Barnabas Piper. I was going to say you I'm just saying. called me pipes and then referred to pipes, and I'm thoroughly, I know, and thoroughly I'm thoroughly trying, confused. Trying to delineate right now. Okay. So help me, boys. Help right. me here. Yeah. Um, but but the new but the new trend for pipes are like these super long like Sherlock Holmes looking like <laughs> like like eighteen eighty five like is it is pipes. it like the big the big bell yeah, the, the, one or like the, the big or like bell the super with the big, long like Gandalf the, pipe that like you have to extend your arm fully to no no to no, hold. no it's like it's like the one with like the bell curve at the bottom yeah, yeah the, the one bell that like curve, scoops man. up yeah, yeah and I'm just yeah. I'm looking at this thing going like oh my god like it's just reaching like ridiculous proportions now right dude now these guys these guys pack their pipes so they're packing for sojourn cough and they're like Honey, oh, they, they sure have like you- handcrafted leather pouches for their yeah, pipes. Handcrafted I mean, they, leather yeah, pouches, absolutely. Like, yeah it's all yeah. customized personal like they're going to like saddleback leather company and ordering like custom like leather pouches for like these yeah. things yeah. and then so everybody yeah. it's almost like artillery right they like, they like lay these things it's almost like laying your guns out on the table right and everybody <laughs> unpacking like, yeah like, like saying, a surgeon's hey, instruments they like unroll their leather and like lay it yeah, all yeah, on unlo- the yeah right 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 absolutely now, yeah. Now, Big R, this is fascinating to me. So, uh, just practically, like, where do these guys? So, where was the conf? What city? Okay, so the conf was in Louisville, right? So, okay, Sojourn right, has yeah. four like campuses, right? It was at one of the Sojourn Church campuses, okay. right? So they, um, so afterwards, um, they had this, they had this, you know, they had this thing out like on the, they have this lawn kind of configuration, yeah. and so they had all of these like, um, they had, they had the whole thing like set up out there for like sort of the after party, you know, the hang. Oh, Jews, and, dude, uh, it was so like a Portlandia sketch, wasn't it, man? It, it was very similar to a Portlandia <laughs> you sketch. Where everybody, you had your pipe out. section, you had your like. Yeah, yeah, leather work. You had your 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 yeah. pour overs. The furniture was entire right. entirely made of pallets and barrels. Yeah, pallets full, like, and a barrels. Full, like, a full yeah. bourbon wet bar. You know, for every kind of like bourbon drink, every kind of bourbon concoction your mind can dream up. Like they'll they'll have for you. It's dude, uh, this is incredible, man. Yeah, this and all and all incredible. and all big R wants all big R wants is a little diet Pepsi with lime. Can I get a little diet Pepsi with lime, Big T? Can I Dude, get that? Uh, of course you couldn't. You have of to order. You, it, you have to order it. Uh, Diet Pepsi rocks or Diet Pepsi neat <laughs> with a twist of lime. Otherwise, <laughs> they won't know what you're talking about. They didn't know what I was talking about. And Piper, obviously, I went to both of those lengths to get what you just described, and I failed. So I ended up just standing there with a cup, a, a, a boutique cupcake in one hand. <laughs> And a uh, and, oh, and dude, a, of course a boutique cupcake because you can't just eat a normal cupcake and a vintage right? and a vintage like craft 
bacon mixed with sausage donut in my right hand, right? So that's <laughs> was, so that's were, what I was were, doing. You were two-fisting the food. I'm impressed. Um, were they good? Well, obviously they were good because no expense is spared at Sojourn right. to make to, to make the you know to, yeah to the make food budget's like seventy eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I, you know, yeah I, right. That's putting it. That's probably being that's probably they, being a little. But on the my experience side. with yeah. hipster like boutique cupcakes and donuts is that they reach a certain point where they tip from that was really creative and good to now you're just ruining good food. Like yeah, and they you never can, you so can these overdo were, a donut. Yeah. Yeah, and they um they didn't. These were like legit. But let me tell you one more thing before we move on. Here's what you guys are going to like because the next this was just Monday night. The next night they were celebrating their their 5-year anniversary gig, which by the <laughs> way they asked Big R to MC and I did. And um and and this is what they ended with. They had the they had the 5-year anniversary part after party and you're you're going to love what they came up with for this one, man. I mean, they had all kinds of cakes and you know all the typical stuff. But this is where they broke out with like boutique craft bespoke mm. popsicles. Oh my gosh, dude. It oh. was epic. It was epic, man. Oh. So here we are, man. We're just like all these we're all holding these popsicles, are all melting down our beards and down their pipes and just picture all <laughs> popsicles just flowing off of everybody like mud, you know, what just was, dripping. What was the most bizarre flavor of popsicle? Because popsicles have now been ruined just like Jenny's ruined oh, ice absolutely. cream. Oh, yeah, pipe! Yeah. I got. I already have that in my back pocket. I got the most bizarre flavor for you right here, and you know what it was? It was buttermilk. 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 Butter the funny. Yeah. You, do you actually have it in your back pocket? Because that seems no. Messy. It would have been melted by yeah, now. I think that, that was just gross. right. That was just being okay. Just yeah. make. I'm just making sure. <laughs> I, I have one more question about this. So I had a conversation right before I came in to record with a couple coworkers, and we were talking about how how weird it is when church people call each other brother and how that feels very culty. Mm. Is there a lot mm. of brothering going on in, uh, in this crowd or, or do you guys use different uh, terms of endearment and religious connection? Brother, it's all brothers. The whole brother. Time. Brother. I, I mean, it is B R O T H E R. Yeah. No, not, no, not no, 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 bro. no, 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 is like youth pastor. And that's, that's, that's attractional brotherhood. Guys, here's the thing. I, I have an issue with people that say bro because it always sounds aggressive and mean like they want to fight me. Um, so people know not to say bro to me now. But, dude, there's a lot of bros. There's a lot of bros. There's a lot of brothers. Uh-huh. And, um, and and there's a lot of like stroking the back and a lot of hugs. And not not just hugs where you hug and you, you like detach. Dude, stroking the back. What are you talking about stroking the back? Yeah, this, like guys I mean, we, this took a strange sort of, turn right after so like boutique like cupcakes. Up, and just guys coming up with one cupcake in their right hand, but then like stroking your back with the left hand, saying like, "Brother, dude, how you why, been? Why, Brother, why are you how you been doing?" Or things dude, going it's a good, good? thing Ted wasn't good? there. I feel like Ted would just elbow someone in the teeth for that. Just to, to hey, that's just weird, himself. man. Well, you can't because it's an awkward thing because you're around. You know, you're you're yeah. in groups of you're dudes, around a bunch you, of guys stroking each other's backs. Right, but right? but it's that kind of thing where everybody it's you know it, it comes out of a good heart where everybody's saying, "Hey, how are you doing? Is everything yeah. going okay?" Obviously there's a look on your face, Ronnie, which would uh, indicate to me that maybe your life in ministry is falling apart, but I'm just going to stroke your back and, you know, make sure everything's good right now. <laughs> and uh, and so I mean it it, it does come this out of like, like what happens this, when you this, when you when a bunch of dudes go to prison. Things just get weird. You put a bunch of dudes in an area and like the boundaries <laughs> Dude, they have the, the the boundaries they have in every every other area of life just disappear. That yeah, that's they're, not they're that's a, not a thing that happens like when you run into somebody at you know Chili's or whatever. You don't just run like rub their back. <laughs> you don't start stroking their back. 
Yeah. Piper, I love how that was your go-to restaurant with that. I hate Chili's. Chili's is disgusting. would never be a Chili's. But yeah, the thing, like, Chili's is the most, like, normal, run-of-the-mill, like, Dude, it's normal, middle America, run-of-the-mill. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the place where, like, if if you don't know what the other person likes, you're like, well, we've got, there's a Chili's nearby, you know, that kind of thing. And nobody strokes backs at Chili's. No, never. Well, you know, you obviously know none of these gentlemen at Sojourn would ever find themselves in a Chili's. Dude, they would never darken so. the door of a Chili's. I mean, they would never do a Chili's. Absolutely right? not. I mean, do you, yeah. do, is, there, is there a lot of back rubbing going on at like a juice bar? Because I'm assuming these guys would end up there since they like no, boutique no, frozen no, no, they, juice. No, I mean, they're not. That's No, no, that would – now, see, at Sojourn, they would look at me and they would say, oh, dude, you're not having any bourbon. Wait, are you a, like a juice bar guy? Like they would probably like level that one at me. They would just assume you're a juice bar guy if you weren't. Dude, like I'm just complex. I'm like the gallons I, of bourbon. I'm the complex guy at a Sojourn Network conference. They're looking at me and they're Dude, going, "You look guys, like you hipsters, fit in." They, but... all th- they all think of themselves as complex. They're well, all that's why. That's why I'm saying I'm complex. Oh, right oh now. if complex. all if all complexity yeah. could be so predictable, life would be a lot easier. Dude, seriously, yeah. Dude, if it, all it this is predictable at a Sojourn conference, that's what I'm trying to drive at. Shoot us, baby. Complexity is predictable at Sojourn. I don't mean to beat this dead horse, but I have one more question, Pipe. I hope you don't mind. No, absolutely. I'm loving this. So one of one of the things that hipsters are insufferable about is, of course, like knowing what's best for poor people. Mm-hmm. So is there is there any point at which mm-hmm. in this sober uh, this sojourn mm-hmm. conference in the midst of all the excess and the mm-hmm. decadence and the 1.2 million dollar food budget I mean does anybody ever get smug and go wow you know we could be we could feed like a whole city in Africa for what we spent on on these you know buttermilk uh, 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 you know popsicles I mean is any is anybody juice. Yeah, frozen juice. Is anybody dropping that, man? Is anybody? No, the like, answer. Uh, the an- okay, Big T. Here's the deal. Yeah. The answer. I just is, want to know how this is justified. The you know answer is emphatically no, because where Sojourn comes at this is that, dude, we are we are enjoying the Lord's abundance. Yes, there it is. Yeah, they, so, there's the just. That's exactly because what we're still. For. I mean, we're we're yeah. still like we're, we still go down those avenues, but, and we still have a heart for the poor and all of that. Yeah. But like for this for this particular three day gathering, we're enjoying yeah. the blessing. You enjoy the Lord's abundance, poor. absolutely. While while, absolutely. Dr- while dressed like poor people, because while dressed like because that people. that's a hipster value as well. We're gonna dress. Dude, no, we're gonna to, dress like a, work, a, a working like an, an iron worker from you know nineteen the nineteen twenties. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, I mean, exactly. That, thanks for delineating poor people and then bringing it to iron worker because we were starting to get a little like racially insensitive there, pipe. But yeah, so uh, you're right. You're exactly right. Yes. Yeah, man, this Everything is fascinating. Is, it's on pipe, point. I feel like uh, I feel like you and I need to use our our, our media press credentials man to get into a sojourn conf next year you know what i'm saying so that we can essay about this uh, yeah i feel like i need to brush up on uh on a foreign language first you know it's like i need to do the little little hipsteries i need to do a little absolutely cultural indoctrination so i know what i'm getting with big r before we head in the front door but i'm just saying but you said like but you're but you're like the complexest of the complex i mean is that are you going to throw me off the scent of what it really takes to deal like your average run-of-the-mill sojourn hipster are, are you, Dude, but they're all super complex is the thing right? in their own yeah, minds. But, but you know Ronnie's actually unpredictable because he two fists donuts as opposed to bourbon and a donut. You know, so yeah, I, no, you know, it's I, really I'm difficult to keep track there. I'm a little controversial. So a lot of them don't know what to do with me. But I think if you guys – like if you boys were hanging with me, I think we'd all be – we'd be OK. We'd be OK boys, together. You guys don't to have me. to worry about it. You're the Here's person of do, peace man. in this community. Exactly. We're going to take two days next summer. And we're going to have hipster camp in Ashland, Ohio with Big R. We're going to find the two days in his schedule where he's not at a conference or traveling. 
And, and we're going to take those two days in Ashtown in that house that he still maintains there, but that he's never at. And, uh, and we're going to have hipster camp, man. And Pipe, you and I are going to get uh, indoctrinated and prepared uh, for this immersive experience that we're going to have at next year's SoCon. You guys will Baby, be so prepared. Be so give, me the, give me the city for next year. Is it always Louisville, or are we looking? Yeah, at it's usually network? Louisville. But let me say, let me say something really encouraging to you guys. This was this okay. was kind of what surprised me this year. Here's what was okay. different about this year. So I walk in. I got my. I'm, I usually am not the guy that wears the name tag because you know, again, that's why I'm complex. So I usually oh, stuff dude, it in so my back complex. pocket. Oh, but like yeah, I, I decided to write. My, I decided to put it around me, and so I had my name, Big R, right there in the flesh, <laughs> in bold black and white. And uh, dude, I had so many people come up to me and talk about the rant and say what big fans they are. Nice, baby. That's How a many, good note to end on for this. You know, what, you know what's great is all of them are listening to this now thinking, yeah, I saw all of those people not realizing that they are one of those that people. That they are those people. Yes. Right. That's, Dude, that's, that's, okay. that's my that's okay. favorite thing about hipsters is you can make fun of a hipster to a hipster and they have no idea because they're like, yeah, those people are crazy. Yeah. Now, Pipe, listen, how are we ever going to reach this people group if you continue to make fun of them in that way? <laughs> because, that? Dude, because we, we, yes, right, oh, we, I do. We, oh, that, I do. I, I, we are reaching this people group. Yes. Like, they're listening right now. Making, listening fun, making fun is, is social currency, in, uh, especially if, you, if one can do it ironically. That's you guys true. have your token hipster as part of the program, so yep. you really – there's no harm. There's no danger in any of this now, of course. You know, Pipe, speaking of, uh, speaking of actual currency – uh, why don't you do a little business right now, man? Oh, yeah. Why don't we, uh, we'll why, why don't we drop at least, at least one of these sponsors? I'm going to leave it up to you. You yeah. can do one or you can do both. Man, uh, this, is, this is our show equally. Well, since, since uh, the day that this podcast will release is um, – I was going to say but it's actually Reformation Day, and we should all know that. Mm, and I apologize for bringing up my, my bad, everybody. Um, we have a special <laughs> Reformation Day uh, promotion from Missional Wear because Ooh. because I mean, it, what could be more perfect, actually? So they have a, they have a couple different designs, one on a shirt and one on a mug. Well, it's the same design on two different products, I should say. And it's a 500 years of Reformation thing. So uh, the, the 500th anniversary is coming up for the Reformation. <clears throat> and so they will, if you use the code RANT, they will give you a, get this, 15.17% discount through the end of the mm. week because, of course, 1517 being a very significant year in the Reformation. So go to missionalware.com, check out their 500 years of Reformation design or all their stuff. You can get the discount on, on whatever you order, their, their other shirts, their sweatshirts, their other mugs, their pint glasses, their, their art, all that stuff. So uh, use the code RANT and get that amazing 15.17% Reformation Day discount. Um, and you can do that while your kids are all out dressed up like monsters and trick-or-treating or dressed up like biblical characters at church at the Harvest Party. <laughs> I love it, Pipe. I love harvest it. Party, I love it. I'm a little Speak- offended that you said the H word, though. Did you, did you apologize for that? Pipe? Uh, yeah, like- I, I apologized immediately after saying it. I realized my mistake as it was coming out of my mouth. And um, Well, you know what we can do, Pipe, mea culpa, about that. Mea culpa, mea culpa. We can uh, we can actually have the great guys at Resonate Recording uh, edit out the word. <laughs> we just um, have them now. They got now they got to edit it out twice. Oh, we just, just have them. Oh, because out. I just said it. Yeah, we'll have them bleep it out, man. We yeah, bleep should, yeah, out. We bleeping things out. Mark so Owen, we'll, please bleep appropriately when you hear the H word. Absolutely. I was well. And speaking of the H word, man, and speaking of people dressing up as other people, um, we had a very interesting uh, creative experience on last week's program. 
Um, we began the casting process for uh, my new hit television program, Designated Person. <laughs> and uh, Designated Person is a, is a creative endeavor uh, that we started on the program, uh, uh, myself, Ronnie Martin, and Barnabas Piper. And um, we opened up the casting process for Ronnie's character to, uh, to the world, to the entire world, and the entire world got involved. Um, Pipe, the entire we had world. lots of the entire world, man. They looked away from the, the, the upcoming election, um, and they really, um, they, they really leaned into the designated person fully casting invested. process. Yeah, it was amazing. Totally, totally and fully invested. So uh, designated person, destined to be a hot new program. Um, and we had we had casting all across the board on this pipe. Um, well, I mean, by all, much, by all across the board, you mean white actors without blonde hair who are under, say, sixty-five. Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That, that sort of—I mean—that anybody within that range pretty much applies, though. Now, pipe of of the suggestions that we got, man, who were the ones that for you, um, who you, who you could really see playing Ronnie Martin in Designated Person? Uh, that's, knowing yeah, what you know about the yeah. character, so. Um, my favorite was uh, was Timothy Oliphant. Okay, mm. now From, why talk that out, man? Uh, well, for a couple reasons. One, as an actor, he he plays sort of the understated smart aleck really, really well. Um, okay, he uh, he has just the right amount of sort of grizzled gray, but not he doesn't look old. Mm. And, uh, mm. and oh no, and so he's you know he's not he's not grizzled old. He just he's lived some life. And yeah. uh, but the one thing I, I'm curious, I don't know if he could have a beard that was quite as nicely crafted as Ronnie's. But I feel like as an actor mm. and and to really play the part, I think he could do it a pretty good job. Mm. And he was he's the guy who was in the show Justified, which is one of my favorites. And his his character in that is a little bit more sort of freewheeling and and uh, unpredictable than than Ronnie would be, even though Ronnie is very complex, as we discussed. But I think as an actor, he could totally pull it off. Mm. Mm. See, there there are two wow. for me that really stand out, man. And one, the first one I'm going to mention, I'm shocked that nobody actually mentioned this on Twitter. So this this is one that comes from my desk uh, as, a, as an entertainment executive and not from the Twitter sphere. And I'm shocked that nobody mentioned Fred Armisen from Portlandia. Mm. Uh, because I think it's because Fred Armisen looks like a cartoon character and, and Ronnie doesn't. Do Fred that was, really, that was like kind, Ronnie, kind of. That was kind. Don't, you, don't you agree that he kind of looks like Ronnie? I mean, the same, the same sort I mean, of coloring in, and, and in build, the, and in the way that every hipster has the same haircut and the same clothes and the same glasses. Yes, but but like okay. his facial features look a little bit. Uh, he looks like a caricature of a character. <laughs> yeah, mm. but I, th- I think where I was going with that pipe mentally was he's already got just copious amounts of experience playing a hipster you know what i'm saying he's played every kind of hipster on portlandia so there's nothing that we could throw at him in designated person like when i write um has he played a hipster pastor on portlandia that i don't know but that would that stretch him beyond oh that absolutely needs to happen doesn't it dude because the first episode that i'm writing for designated person is the sojourn conference app so starting i mean that's a strong pilot app right there it's a strong pilot up. Whoever we cast in this episode needs to be able to walk right in um, and immediately sell 
the idea of being a hipster pastor. So Fred Armisen is one choice. Um, the other one that came through on Twitter that I really liked was uh, Chris Kattan. Um, <laughs> kind of a sleeper name, man, from the from the 90s. Killing uh, made, made his mark with pro, uh, with movies like uh, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, I see what you're cetera. trying to do, guys. You're trying yeah, to get and, back and at me. It's the, okay. The I can Mr. take it. The Mr. Peepers skits. Don't bring keep, it on. Yeah, forget bring those. it on. I got a thick skin. Like, bring it on. You know, it's television. I feel like Catan is a guy who kind of needs this role right now. I feel like we can minister to him through this. So um, I liked Chris Catan. The, uh, wow. the the person who suggested Chris Catan suggested him as a – he said he couldn't choose between Jude Law and Chris Catan. And when well, you look at them side by side yeah, – Very, like, very similar. There's that, that, <laughs> that mashup. Yeah, I mean they, they, they yeah. play all – they always play very similar roles. They're they just, do a uh, lot of the same things. Yeah. They dated a lot of the same people. I mean, you know, I, I could I, – they talk similarly. Yeah, oh, no, oh, no yeah, way. Jude Law. Absolutely. I don't even know if Jude Law can do an American accent. He, uh, that, that would care. I think he could, I think character wise, he would do a good job, but, uh, I, I, British Ronnie just doesn't quite fit. So I'm not mm. sure that that, I'm mm. not sure that that goes. Uh, somebody else said that Ronnie shares mannerisms with, uh, Jack Donaghy. So Alec Baldwin's character in 30 rock. Um, Dude, Jack Donaghy, man, that's fascinating. Yeah, I didn't see that one. That one was a little, that, that one took me. That one so I don't, I don't know too. what the mannerisms are, or if they're getting the three of us mixed up, and maybe Ted or I have more characteristics in common. But uh, you don't look anything like Alec Baldwin, and I don't think he would be a great fit. Uh, and then I think people were just throwing out actors that they've heard of. I think that was sort of how this went. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tom Hardy, Gerard Butler, Tom Tom Hanks, um, Nick Cage. Tom Hanks. Uh, my, uh, the, the one that was the most like, wow, that's out of left field and completely doesn't fit was Brad Garrett. Who what? is? Do you know who Brad Garrett is? The, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the, the deep voice brother yeah. from Everybody Loves Raymond, who's he generally plays sort of a doofy character. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was the most off like way off target but it did make me laugh man uh, this is fascinating i like you know i like the I... jared leto suggestion or leto or however you say that name because the, the comment on that was he can do all the hairstyles oh you know what he can that's that's actually like a sneaky good uh suggestion so i bet we could get jared leto too uh, and um, then I, this guy, this guy's one of those guys who, who always does a subtly good job in shows or movies, but he's never he never carries it. So I don't know if he's the, the right guy for a lead. But Giovanni mm. Rabisi was a suggestion that uh, mm. that's dude. Now Rabisi, that could be a winner. That could be a winner. Pipe, what 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 do you think about that, man? I'm in. Rabisi probably needs a job right now too. I, well, here's the right? thing. I, I feel like he doesn't ever lack for work, but he's never and he's not an A-lister. He's a he's guy. Never the guy. He always he's the guy the he, guy, he always adds to a movie. He never <laughs> takes away. Like he's he's yep. always a plus, yep. but he's never the guy. Like you don't headline with that. But maybe he's due for his breakout. Dude, you um, know what? I actually just saw him in a, in a movie playing a douche hipster. Not that Ronnie's right. a douche, but he was a douche in this particular movie. It was uh, it was lost in translation. Where mm. he's uh, Scarlett Johansson's. Uh, Horrible husband. husband. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do I need to watch for, that again? You know. I watched that like right after it came out, and I. I, I remember Dude, thinking it was really boring, but I was whatever uh, twenty really at the time, it. and I really liked it. Probably, yeah. I think I think it's a it's a movie for grownups, you know. So you might uh, so, so you might was, enjoy it more now. Yeah. So I, I would not have called myself a grown up at the time. So oh, definitely right, not. I'll have to go back and uh, and see if I if I can follow the yeah the the maturity of it now. Dude, it's great. <laughs> like kind of early, early late Bill Murray in that Bill Murray had just started playing like hollowed out older guys who are just ravaged by life but this was like the early part of that period you know what i'm saying yes. whereas like 
he's been doing that character for the last 15 years now and it's kind of getting old but uh but lost in translation was sort of the that was the first instance of murray playing that guy and he was really cool as that um but yeah ronnie who would you want to play yourself the the always awkward question because it it will give us a keen indication of how you view yourself you know what man here's what was crazy right so i as i was scrolling down twitter kind of looking at everybody's ridiculous suggestions the one that I was shocked by, Mm-mm. and I, when I saw the picture that they posted, which I never really thought about before, I was I was stunned at how much I look like John Stewart in the picture. Oh yeah, dude, I could totally see that. I, I mean, totally seriously, like that. same kind of beard, same kind of yeah. look, and uh, I was like thinking I'd, I'd never put those two together, and um, I thought, well, I mean, not really. Like, you know, guy kind of dropped out of acting a long time ago, but like, I don't know. You know, if you're just going off of looks alone. I mean, he there, could do there's, it, man. He could he could read some lines. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. There, there's a guy. I, I don't like Jared Leto, but I, I think he could work. But I just can't stand Jared Leto, yeah, so he, I, I just he looks dude, the now, part. I'm not sure he could yeah. play the part. I want to yeah. I want to push you on this a little bit, man. Why can you not stand Jared Leto? Let's let's I, go there. I just I, I don't I don't like the I don't like the rock actor combo guys, and um, to me it just it delegitimizes both sides of, of the coin that they're Dude, trying that's to. That's fascinating. So it's not on. like you to like come hard with an opinion like that. So like uh, other other rock stars who have acted, you you haven't been down with this. <laughs> well, it's just it feels like one thing. It, it feels like it just makes the other thing they do not as legit. And um, typically, actors that try to sing are they're. Their music careers are just like really laughed at, yeah, and yeah. Um, and so Leto to me is that guy, and I just, I just even the way he comes off like in, in interviews, he's just you know I, I've just never I've never liked his personality much, you know what I mean? He's never been my my thing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Dude, but, so but was I, he a, was he an actor first or a, a rock star? He was an remember. actor first. Oh, yeah. I got you. Okay, but I think okay. but I think he would work. I think it would work. I mean, I'm a little older than him, but I think it would work. You know? Yeah, you can make it work. You can make it there work. you go. I can make it work if I'm if I'm on the set and we're doing some back and forth and we're doing Dude, some, you're you know, we're eating some buttermilk popsicles, you know, kind of talking, yeah, right? Yeah. Coaching and what? Right. What about uh, what about Kevin Bacon? Do you think you think he could pull it off? Ooh. Dude, Kevin very Bacon's versatile. like twenty years older than me, man. I mean, I'm literally yeah. a, a but Kevin Bacon has looked. He has looked the same age since he was twenty seven. So yeah, no, he's aged well. He's in good shape. He's in good shape. Right? Well, he's he's actually emaciated and looks like he looks like a 1980s rocker. I I, I saw I passed him in the hallway at a hotel um, a few months ago, <laughs> and uh, he's really skinny. Like, yeah, he's yeah. a skinny he, dude. He's, he's skinny yeah, he's dude. he's Mick Jagger on cocaine skinny. Yeah. Oh wow, man, that's real skinny. Except but, I just think he's in shape, though. I don't think right. he has he, issues. He doesn't you know? look. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't look. He doesn't look drugged up in his face. Dude, he he's in shape from skinny. all that. All that like angry rage dancing that he does in like abandoned <laughs> factories, you know. Which, if we were to cast him in this role, I would have to write that kind of scene in. He would be God. the angry rage dancer. He'd be I the like angry, and, and you would be the angry. Your character will. So like, I you, love, you I love how you describe that big T. Angry rage yeah. dancing sounds like it should be like a new thing. Dude, wasn't that the thing in like Footloose though? Like his his character yeah. gets a little tweaked, and like he goes and uh, finds like a like an empty barn to just dance out his feelings. Baby, you know? do you think if I if I convince Sojourn to go into some sort of angry rage dancing like like elective or session ministry. like next yeah, year, they'll, yeah. ministry, they'll do that? Do you think they I, might want to do that? Dude, if if you could sell them on the idea that it was vintage and that it was like um, the, some sort of like artistic self expression. Yeah, uh, ARD, it would have to be. It would ARD, have to be a, angry a, rage a tapping in. Well, I, I'm not sure angry and rage are the right selling points for that crowd. I feel like it's got to be more about tapping into the emotion or the expression or the yeah. something that's uh, maybe something more uh, subtle and dark as opposed to angry mm. and rageful. 
I don't Dude, know. But see, just... for hipsters, it's all about the gear, man. You got to win them with the gear. So it's like, what what kind of shoes or boots do you wear when you're angry rage dancing? You know what I'm saying? You got to swap out the black. You swap questions. out the black boots for the brown ones. Yeah, right. you, you you put on some brown boots. I'm going to use yeah. my brown red wings instead of my black ones today. Well, I meant the other way around. The, the black ones are for the angry dancing. The brown ones are for <laughs> for uh, life. Gotcha. Those are your day to day red wings. Gotcha. gotcha. Oh my goodness, man. Pipe. We have more. We have more business to do, man. Why don't you drop another sponsor on us, and then we'll uh, and then we'll take this thing home, man. Right. We've gotten. Uh, we've wandered to and fro. We we have work. done that. That's for sure. Our last sponsor is uh, is Logos. Um, you have heard us talk about them before if you're a regular listener. So go to logos.com slash rant to check out more. But Logos is uh, one of the most robust Bible study software uh, programs out there. Um, they offer multiple packages. And it, with that comes, depending on what level you get, different features and different sets of resources. So you can, you can basically fill up your entire theological and Bible study library and have access to it all in one place, which means as you, whether you're writing a paper for school or teaching a class or preaching a sermon or preparing, you can do all that in one place with all of these resources right there. So you can pull in the pertinent quotes and the references. So uh, it will protect you from plagiarism uh, unless you really want to do that because it will all be right there. You can, you can pull in those references. You'll be able to look at original languages and other people's interpretations and commentaries. And you can do, you can do a side-by-side uh, sermon preparation with your resources where you're, you're moving things back and forth, and it's all right there. Uh, so go to logos.com slash rant, and then uh, you can use the code HAPPYRANT7 at checkout for a free resource. Um, and I've mentioned this before, but when you look at their prices, it looks a little bit expensive, but that is because they're they are basically giving you an entire library along with their full suite of tools. So it's not... Uh, it's not something where you buy that and then have to buy all the additional resources with it. You get it all right there, um, and then there are different sizes of library, basically, depending on which level you get. So logos.com slash rant. Go check that out, especially if you are a pastor or a teacher or a student. It's a really helpful thing in any of those contexts. Now, boys, it, it, uh, it, it occurs to me that the radio business is full of tough choices, you know, and you don't get to where we've uh, where we've gone in this business, the the heights that we've ascended uh, by not being able to make tough choices about your program. And uh, our time is short here at the end. And uh, we have two things left that we need to talk about or that we're on kind of on the table for us to talk about. Um, one of which is the passing of Jack Chick. Um, Jack Chick, if you're not familiar, was the author, um, kind of an iconic brand behind uh, tracks, the kind of tracks that like you would – I don't know, people would leave laying around or give to people or, or whatever, gospel tracks, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think gospel should be in quotes, but yeah. Gospel mm-hmm. in quotes. Yeah, gospel in quotes. Um, but then somebody brought up the phenomenon of pastors who post, like, their fitness stuff online, like, like how much they're bench pressing or how many miles they've run. And uh, I don't know, man, that struck me as really funny. So if there would be a way to combine those two topics – uh, to meld Jack Chick's passing, which you never want to make fun of a dude dying, man. So that that was the other dilemma. I wondered, like, mm. how are we going to talk about that without sounding like just just total uh, jerks? Um, so you guys are, are word people. Uh, you're expert communicators. Um, talk, if you will, about Jack Chick, about the legacy of Jack Chick, um, while also maybe talking about uh, these pastors who post their fitness stuff online, which just blows my mind, man. Like why anybody would do this who wasn't a professional athlete um, 
<laughs> is beyond me, right? Like if you're so if you, if you're not like Usain Bolt or, or or Michael Phelps, like nobody cares how fast you swim or, or how fast you run or how many how many miles you put in this week. Nobody gives a crap, right? And it doesn't it doesn't enhance your ministry in any particular way to know that Pastor is um, wearing lycra and working out. So, if anything, mm. it just reminds people that you don't have enough to do throughout the week. <laughs> Especially because you're right? posting these things at like 11 a.m. and other people go to yeah, the gym at either 5 a.m. or like 8 p.m. And so at 11 right. a.m. they're like, "Oh, I've been working for four hours already. What are you? What have you been doing?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. Dude, having a little coffee, going to the gym. That's right. Having my buttermilk <laughs> du- popsicle. Double fist in my bacon donuts. <laughs> having my bacon donut, doing a little life on life. You know, Judas, man. I can't believe people do. See, again, not on social media, but people do this. This is a common thing oh. for, for pastors to and, do. And so the person who brought it up said that they've started to see a phenomenon. I haven't seen a ton of this where, like, church staffs will go work out together. So it's like a, oh. it's like a workout club. And uh, so, I mean, the, the pastor fitness thing has been a reality for a while. And, you, you know, you see, like, you know, Vine videos of somebody bench pressing or, you know, getting off the treadmill or giving an inspirational speech while jogging at six and a half miles an hour on a treadmill or whatever. Baby, listen, get right up out of here with that, man. Are you kidding me? People post a video of themselves bench bench pressing? Well, somebody <laughs> I, I doubt they're doing it themselves because a one armed bench press is is challenging. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, somebody posts it and yeah, or they like take pictures of the weights, which I'm sure they're taking pictures of the weights oh. of the person next to them because, you know, that they're not lifting for. 445s or something like that but uh yeah it's a it i i don't i don't understand it when anybody does it it's like the crossfit phenomenon but yeah but it seems extra pretentious when pastors do it it's like, like here's a really question does. guys who do you think yeah. out of all of our evangelical friends like who do you think you know out of our a b and c listers yeah. who do you think would be most <laughs> likely if they started CrossFit, which many of them probably have and do, but who yeah. do we think out of all the people we regularly talk about would be the first to start posting on those things? Wow, great question. Besides Barnabas's dad. Clearly. Yeah, he's he's all over social media with trite and meaningless stuff all the time. I mean, it's, right, it's I'm just saying, that's, I'm, besides <laughs> that, that's a given. Besides yes. him. Yeah. He, he wastes his life on Twitter constantly. Um, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry about that. I feel like that. I feel like I'm should apologize dude so mark owens bleep that who who would be all over uh twitter and all over social media besides jared wilson and john piper who would be all over twitter talking about yeah jared wilson makes a point out of making fun of people who post things like that or you know making jokes about he's not aggressive he's aggressive about making fun of other things but uh, i mean you know here's like there's somebody who already does this and uh i he's he's uh He's not necessarily the sweet spot of the, uh, you know, the gospel coalition crowd. But Leon yeah, Crump is a notorious uh, workout photo and video poster. Here's the thing: he's a former Division One college athlete, and so he he was a he was a heavyweight wrestler, and I think he was a defensive end at University of you're Oklahoma. You're like he's earned that, Piper. You're like, well, he's, he's like he's when, when he lifts weights, like he lifts heavy things. It's not like doing curls with. 20s or something like he's, dude but still what's the point like that i don't care how much you lift yeah no i i you don't know? i don't understand that and I, I yeah i don't uh i i can't think of a single reason why one would ever do this um big t would you shoot a video and can i mean can you do that this week so that we can look and see how you lift 
Dude, no, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't do that because I don't I, like the way I look on a video. I'm you know asking I'm you to do it just for just for our sake. Would you do Maybe it so I'll that do me it and Piper? I'll, I'll, I'll do it just for you and Piper. Can me and Piper get some tips from Big T? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, can we can we figure out how to how to lift weights and be a strong, tough man? I mean, can you give us some tips? Oh, on I'll that? put you on a little regimen, baby. But because you're a hipster, it's going to have to be vintage weights. It's going to have well, to be Well, that's what those, I mean. Like, I, I that's a good thing kettlebell like cannonballs and stuff man yeah well i've already i've i'm, I'm actually on the ebay auction right now to like win my kettlebells so as soon Dude, you as get, you give you me gotta, <laughs> you gotta grow that mustache that long like handlebar mustache and and get a and get a singlet that only straps over one shoulder and then hold the kettlebell up by one hand you just know what I'm just hit by it now so it's yeah. on its way <laughs> i love um, it the kettlebell singlet. Uh, so if you would just combo. get if you would just get online and give us the instruction on how to do it, Big T. Now we can start we can start working out like our event or like our evangelist friends. You know what I mean? I, I got you, man. And I got you absolutely, absolutely. Evangelist friends, man. Is that is that a book dude, that's for good. the three you, of us to write? I mean, is that dude, something you know what we need to doing, write? Man, you've you've been you've been riding that pony hard the last couple of weeks, man, and I like it. I, I like you, friends. Yeah, yeah. I like when you start a word, man, and you just keep dropping it in. You know, dude. And, and, I, well, so there's two things I want to do with you guys. You I want to write. Vernacular. That's strong. I want to write. Yeah. I want to write a uh, an adult reformed coloring book on Crossway for the three <laughs> of us. I wanted to write a book with the title Evangelo Friends, and then I want to do, dude. I mean, we're, we were just let's continue the Jack Chick thing for next time. But I want to okay. write reformed chick tracks. tracks. Chick tracks. Right. Well, I'm, yes. I'm looking at some of Jack Chick's tracks right now online, and um, I'm not going to sleep tonight. These are, genu- these are genuinely terrifying. We They're need to scary. take time to suss those out, though. We need to take time to suss that out. That should be the next step. Okay. I, right. I, I, I just didn't realize how completely and utterly terrifying these are. Like, I knew the like, message was terrifying. what I want you terrifying. to do, man, because I know you don't have a lot to do. Why don't you do this, man? Why don't you – why don't you post some of those examples online and then ask people to post some examples online and then we can talk about like individual like like you know chick tracks. All right. I think that'll be great. So so listeners, uh, if you would just hit, respond to us on Twitter with with your favorite chick track, you can link to it. Uh, ideally just drop the image right in there. You it, you can Yeah, we want to see the image. Yeah, so that cuz we we'll retweet it, we'll we'll collect and we'll look through some of those. I'll uh, I'll collect a few as well. Um, because like Ronnie said, I don't have anything to do with my life. So, um, dude, you know what though, you know what else too? I wonder how strong our listenership is. Like, I wonder how much they can bench. So, so, but only if they're benching tree trunks. Yeah. If you have video of yourself benching, (laughs) I want you to post that this week too, doing bench work, right? Or or Uh, curls, curl, because of the curl, you can actually take the picture of yourself Ooh. with the bench press. That's, that's harder. So. And guys, right, so winner we, gets what? We'll have Missional War send them a Missional sticker or something like that. I mean, what, who wins? You know, what, how do we, how do we roll out with the winner? What do we, what do they get? I'm uh, a guy that needs a prize for doing. Something, Mikey, sure. Mikey's the big winner. We can, yeah. we can, we can get them, we can get them a Happy Rain sticker for sure. All, All right. right, we'll get you. So if you, if you're if you send us the best chick track or the best bench pressing or or curls video, you get a Happy Rant sticker. I love it. Um, Bonus points the, for kettle, kettlebells, uh, cannonballs, or yeah, treat, the more or, the more vintage large, the weightlifting, large the hunks of wood. So yeah, if you and I mean, hear you this, are, man, listen to this though. If anybody gets injured doing this, we're not liable. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. Thank you for throwing that in there. Absolutely. Yeah, always, yeah. always a businessman, pipe business first. You know, and, nothing and, gets in the way of this. And safety second. Yes. And safety second. So uh, don't hurt yourself, but do a little vintage lifting. We want to see it. 
and uh, send us some chick tracks, boys. Uh, I have to go, man. I have to uh, I have to teach some more uh, some more classes here. But uh, but this has been fun. We've wandered uh, to and far, to and fro. Um, I feel like I cut you guys off. Do you have anything else you want to add before we before we sign off? I just consider you both my evangelical friends, baby. Here, here's the thing about evangelical friends. I feel like this could be the adult coloring book because I feel like it's 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 kind of like the super friends. You know what I'm oh, saying? I see what Where you're doing. Been, you're trying to combine yeah, those two concepts together. I'm trying to combine together, the two team. projects, baby. Right. I'm trying to combine. And and you know what? Listen, there's no bad ideas right now. We're just we're just uh, uh, you know we're just workshopping. So right. Right. I feel like. You know, those those two could become the same problem. All right, let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in mind. You can talk to Justin Taylor sometime this week, Piper. I'll talk to JT. We'll keep writing designated person. I'm going to reach out to Jared Leto, Fred Armisen, Chris Kattan, (laughs) some various people. Here's a Um, uh, here's just a a way that Evangelical Friends could go. That could be actually like think think like a a group of characters who are the the main characters in. The tracts. They oh are, my they, gosh! They are the, the ideas are flowing friends. like mud now. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you just hit on something. I mean, this big, is this I'm is not a California buy. mudslide right here. It's uh, that sounds big. That everywhere. sounds big with a capital B I G. That's yeah. big. So Evangel- Evangelical Friends becomes the uh, becomes like the series of tracts. Wow. We big T. Do you hear what's models. going on right now? Do you hear what's going on right now? I mean, that's collective energy right now. Big T. He's off teaching classes. He's out. <laughs> we'll close up the program then, Force Piper. Well, if Ted's actually gone, um, I, I feel very out of place doing this, but we have wandered to and fro. And until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.